0: Welcome to Featured Insights, presented by Caroline Economic Development. I'm your host, Debbie Bowden. This podcast is for all size businesses in Caroline County and the Eastern Shore of Maryland to learn from experts at the local, state, and national level. We hope that you gain insights that can help your business run more effectively. Hi, Jessica Toole. Hi, how are you? I'm well, how are you? I'm good thank you so much for joining us today. So um, I'm going to let you introduce yourself for our listeners and watchers, but today we're going to talk about something that a lot of people want to step around, mm-hmm. and we're going to head right into it, yeah. and that's talking about yeah. behavioral health, mental health, mm-hmm. and in the framework of the workplace, so that employers and employees have an understanding of what you're seeing in your role, and maybe give them some ideas of you know just how to look at this important part of the employer-employee, human-to-human relationship. So if you'll start off by letting everybody know your full title and and give a little bit of background to yourself, because I think that's interesting for folks to know that you are here, homegrown, Mm -hmm. and uh, you're trying to help out your community. Absolutely. So
1: my name is Jessica Toole. I am the local addiction authority for Caroline County, and I'm also the director of Caroline County Behavioral Health. Um, as we, we serve uh, both mental health and um, substance use services. Uh, we have an array of services. Um, I won't go into all of them right now, okay. but um, yeah, so we. I, I'm, I'm from here. Um, I was born and raised in Denton, Maryland. Um, I live in Greensboro now. I went away for college. My husband was in the military and came back. We came back, um, and I'm very invested in Caroline County. Um, I think that we have a lot to offer, and I love it here.
0: It's a wonderful place to raise a family, as as many have said. So, yes. so And so your family is here, yes. you're doing the work in the community. Um, you said there's a lot of services mm-hmm. that you provide. So since this is a focus really for, uh, the podcast is focused for businesses, mm-hmm. what type of services do you think that would f- Impact a business owner or they may be interested either for themselves or for their employees. Well
1: for anyone in the community What we do is we offer um, mental health uh, therapy to adults um, As well as we have a full school-based program um, in Caroline County Public Schools Uh, We serve the north side of the county. So Lockerman, uh, North Carolina Denton, Greensboro and Ridgely Um, And so we have um, full-time therapists in all of those schools. Uh, We also have, like I said, adult um, mental health therapists um, in our clinic, as well as um, a lot of substance use services. Um, Something that Caroline County um, has, unfortunately, is a huge issue with substance use as well as mental health. Um, And so we have prevention services. We have harm reduction services. We have care coordination, transportation to those services, okay. um, as well as we have two mobile treatment units. So the mobile treatment unit is um, medication-assisted treatment. We take it to a variety of, um, of towns in Caroline mm-hmm. County and try to meet the client where they are. By going to those uh, towns, um, it's a lot easier for our clients to get to our main mission is to reduce any kind of barrier. So, for okay. anyone who has any kind of uh, behavioral health challenges, um, we're there pretty gotcha. much for any array of services.
0: So, so when people hear behavioral health, mm-hmm. mental health, you know, there's a big, large segment of the population that think, oh, well, that's not me, and I don't need that. And, yeah. oh, I don't want to talk about that. So share a little bit about what you're seeing as far as the stigma goes and what your office is doing about that?
1: Well, so my main mission this year is to try to tackle the stigma. What we know is that, especially for mental health, almost every single person has a time in their life where they have some kind of mental health challenge, whether that be the death of a loved one, whether that be um, severe, you know, A a severe diagnosis Mm -hmm. or anxiety, depression, PTSD, all of those things. I'll tell you that 100% of people I know have struggled with something at some point in their lives. Mm -hmm. And it's always a spectrum. So, you know, if you have lost your grandmother, it's a horrible thing. It is is not something that you ever want to go through. But unfortunately, a lot of us have to. So Mm -hmm. that event could be cataclysmic for you. Maybe she raised you and it's a mother figure. Right. Or it could be like a grandmother figure or you didn't know her at all. Mm -hmm. It's a spectrum. Everything is a spectrum with mental health and any kind of behavioral health um, thing. And there's no shame in that. Right. That's the thing is that, you know, we have to support one another that what affects me might not affect you. Right. And what affects you might not affect me.
0: Let's let's really de- de- okay. get deep into that because I think, again, that employer and employee relationship, mm-hmm. I think folks get scared of either saying something to their employer because mm-hmm. it makes them look vulnerable, weak, mm-hmm. less than, it's going to be forever, I can't manage it, whatever the case may be. So that shame, mm-hmm. that fear, those are two of the things that really prevent people from. That's a barrier. That Absolutely. You talked about
1: it. Yeah. And I think as employers, we need to have the discussion first. So we need to say it to our employees that if you need a day, if you need to work from home today, if you need to, you know, just be off in the afternoon. Um, you know, I try with my staff at least, and we are in the field that we're in, right. so it's a little bit easier. But you know, I, I try to make sure that they can come to me and say, I am just very off today, and maybe that's they stay they stay at work and they do paperwork that day. Mm-hmm. Maybe they have to go home. It depends on what's going on. And mm-hmm. as an employer, your job is to listen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Obviously, we can't allow employees to take advantage of that. Right. Right. <laughs> um, but. There has to be a balance, and mm-hmm. there has to be full transparency with your employee about okay, you know, um, you needed a mental health day yesterday, and and now you know we have twenty clients. What's right. what's, what's going on? How can I help you further? Because exactly. apparently that mental health day last week or or, or
0: yesterday didn't right. help. So what what is the the catalyst for a mental health day. Why is it supportive of somebody who's going through something to not be at a job? Or on the other side, does the job ever provide that um, safe space away from mm-hmm. perhaps a, a family situation or a home situation? How, did, how in the profession, how did that come about that you need that day to just stop?
1: I think it really depends on the situation. Okay. So if there's a lot going on at home, it can go either way. It can go to where you need to be at work because that's a warm environment that you, know, um, that you feel safe. Mm-hmm. Or you know, for my staff, they're mental health therapists and right. substance use counselors. So while it may be helpful to be away from home in that in you know um, from that environment it also could be pretty detrimental because you're then also dealing or caring for others right so it really depends on the person okay you know I myself uh, if I can't do anything at home about the situation going on I do want to come to work because then I can check off my list right and that's right. therapeutic for me to check off my list. Mm-hmm. It, could, it might not be for others. Right, um, right, It just depends on the situation. And that's the most important thing is you have to talk with your staff. Yeah. You have to have open dialogue. I'm not saying to share everything about your personal life with your staff right, in right. any regard. But you have to have that open dialogue to mm-hmm. say, you know, I, I have some staff. I can tell when they're about to get to that point where they're going to be calling out sick, uh. where they're going to be um, just can't. Right, can't do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so in the past, what I've done is I've talked to them about scheduling a day, a month, a Friday, something, something where they take that day mm-hmm. and they do a, what I call a mental health day, which is caring for yourself. You know, okay. the old adage for airplanes is what you have to take care of yourself before right. you take care of others. It's absolutely the same for specifically my staff um, because they are caring for others. Mm-hmm. So we have to make sure that we have a safe environment that our, employers can, our employees can come to us for. Um, and then also kind of talk to them about different ways that won't impact the agency as a whole right. as much. Yeah. Um, but your staff will still be taking care of themselves because
0: burnout is a... Real, very real thing. Especially today with this labor market mm-hmm. where, you know, you you and I were talking before we started recording about how many positions you have open. Yeah. If I look at the major employers uh, in Caroline County, it's getting a little better. Mm-hmm. But uh, the restaurants, I w- I went out to lunch today and I waited half an hour at a fast food place mm-hmm. because they didn't have the help mm-hmm. and they were busy. And so that burnout... How can we guide employers to say, okay, we are down staff anyway, mm-hmm. and and we want to help our folks be able to cope with the stresses and having that reset of a mental health day, or being able to take care of a situation at home by not having to uh, come into office. How can what can we give our employers as advice to say? How can we manage that from a pro- productivity standpoint? Because you have that, your your agency is unique in that you're customer-focused, mm-hmm. client-focused. You have um, you have times where things are coming at you that are not planned, and they are uh, very important. They are health-based uh, situations. So if you have planned for a staff and you have somebody on a mental health day and something happens, how do you deal with it yourself? And and then we can translate that maybe into you know the guy that's running the the local fast food shop and going oh my goodness I need a staff of five I've got three people now so yeah
1: it's fairly it's it's very hard and it depends on the day um, you know obviously not everybody gets a day off or, um, you know, any kind of mental health day at the same time. (laughs) Okay. You know, and so you have to be realistic with your staff. So I have um, a staff member who uh, lives in Annapolis. Okay. We know during the summer that is not something I I want her to stay. I want her to stay forever. I love this staff member. She is wonderful with her clients. And so we have to kind of meet in the middle a little bit. Mm -hmm. I don't want her to have to go three hours home right you know that leads to burnout the the traffic issue leads to burnout the constantly you have to be here at this time and this time um, and I'm not saying to cater to to all of your staff, it, or anything balance. like that, but it, it is yeah. a balance. It is asking your your um, employees what they need. Mm-hmm. So with this uh, specific person, we've talked about how you know she comes in the office on Fridays and then goes home after lunch and finishes her paperwork there. Mm. Um, so, and that's each individual person. Right. So um, I think by individualizing that, mm-hmm. obviously not making it so that one person gets you know every Friday off, because right, and, and right. that'll decrease morale um, when you kind of favor another one. Yeah. But having those conversations with each of your staff mm-hmm. of what do you need to be productive? Because what we know is that, I mean, when I, re- I read a poll yesterday, only 31% of people in the workplace are actually invested in what they're doing. Wow. 31%.
0: Is that nationally? Yeah, it's a Gallup. Oh, okay. It's a Gallup poll. So okay. it's
1: um And so we want to make sure that number one our staff stays.
0: Right. Yes, retention, yes. That
1: they're invested in our community and they because you know, we're state employees, or at least I am. Right. I, I'm a yeah. state employee and so we don't get paid all of, you know, for everything that we right. do. Right. We have to really love what we do. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not about the money. It is about really making our community
0: better. And that can translate to, again, all levels of employees. So, um, you know, somebody who works in a fast food restaurant, that flexibility of schedule may help them because they know that they have behavioral or mental health. And so they automatically within Mm -hmm. scheduling can go, okay, I can get through Friday because I know I won't have to go in until Tuesday and, mm-hmm. and that type of thing. But I want to kind of transition from that, how we can support our employees to what are we seeing on the substance use side and mm-hmm. how is that impacting the workplace? Well, I want to go back to one thing. Okay. So just
1: with fast food and, and that kind of industry, it there's a lot of shift work involved mm-hmm. um, from what I understand. I work best from six to two every day that's just my personality. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I, that's when I am. I'm the, oh, I've, I'm the most productive <laughs> in the mornings. I don't know why I am the most productive, yeah. but that's when I am productive. I have other staff. They're most productive from 10 to six or, you know, in, later in the day, we need to also cater to that. You know, it, right. it depends on when our brains turn on and when they don't. Um, if they're up super late at night with, A child or something like that, and they work better at that phase in their life from 3 to 11, then that's the person you want on the 3 to 11 shift. (laughs) You don't want to bring them in
0: 8 to 4. Right, right. Um,
1: So you have to consider that as
0: well. It's really looking at human resources with that first word, human, mm-hmm. looking mm-hmm. at the human, regardless of the industry, regardless of the type of work, um, but then recognizing the resources that yeah, you've got to make sure that the business is doing or the agency or whatever yes. the organization needs those people mm-hmm. in order to stay in business. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, that, it's, a balance. that it, it's all about balance. It is That's about a balance. Theme. <laughs> so um, so substance use. Yes. W- w- you know, it sounds like things are. Um, talk a little bit about that. that. That I know from an employer standpoint, that's probably one of the top things for human resources that they're saying is that we just don't know it's it's hard to identify when somebody has an issue. It is. Right. And there's it manifests in a lot of different ways, absenteeism, mm-hmm. poor work performance, et cetera. How can we help employers? connect with you or connect with your programs to know how they can help their employees?
1: Well, we're always available. So, I mean, I'm sure you'll share my information mm-hmm. and, and I, I don't mind helping anyone go through whatever they need to go through with that. Substance use, as I've said, for mental health, is also a spectrum. Okay. So, you know, when you think of substance use, you think of heroin injecting in their arm, you know, all, all of those types of Visuals. I will say about 90% of the people that come to us for treatment are IV drug users that literally just want to stay functional. And what I mean by that is they're not trying to get high anymore. Okay. They are trying to function in society. So there are two different ways to be addicted to any kind of substance there is the habitual, you know. uh, daily life kind of things. Mm-hmm. So um, when you talk to somebody who's quit cigarettes, it's the motion of their hands sometimes mm-hmm. that they're that they miss. Um, but the brain is also you can get a physical um, addiction to things as well. So the physical addiction is worse, in my opinion. It's worse to treat, at least. Gotcha. Okay. Um, you go through this significant withdrawal. And so those that come to us are just trying to use enough that they don't go into withdrawal. I see. So okay. they could be, you know, anyone that you see anywhere yeah. in yeah. in Caroline County. Um, we have served um, housewives. We've served people that are homeless. We've served. It, Uh, substance abuse does not discriminate it does not matter what kind of financial class you are in it does not matter what your skin color is it does not matter what gender you are it doesn't matter some people i have heard um you know start with a knee injury or you know get prescribed opiates i gotcha Mm -hmm. um it's a very tricky little slope because all of our brains are different right so right. what say we have the same injury and I take opiates for five days and I am fine to get off of them, your brain may say no I really like those right we're gonna get more of those yeah yeah it it doesn't uh, it, it 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 um it really doesn't matter you know mm-hmm. what kind of um, person you are it doesn't right. you know most addicts didn't choose to use at the beginning, and a lot of people think that they did. Right. Um, I, it, is, it comes off very brash, and I, and I hate to say this, but I b- firmly believe that every single one of us is about three or four decisions away from having a substance use disorder. Sure. Because it's taking that extra day of opiates where you have a, the science says that our brain physically becomes addicted to opiates between three and five days. Wow! So when you think about everyone that has been prescribed those, and and there's a whole documentary called Dopesick on That's um, right. on
0: Hulu. Please watch it. Absolutely. Let's let's plug that again. We're not. This is no consideration from that production or no, Hulu. No. No. Sick is eye opening, folks. Watch mm. it.
1: Yes, and you will understand how. The United States got into this situation. Yes. Because it is, and, and they targeted rural West Virginia. Yep. That's where it was targeted at the beginning. Yep. So, you know, we live in rural Caroline County. Um, yep. And unfortunately, we do not have the services uh, the vast services, um, that we need. And that's one of my missions as the local addiction authority is to get a lot more services into Caroline County. Because before I got into this position, I, or uh, before I became a social worker full time, um, I had no idea. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I had no idea the behavioral health needs for Caroline County.
0: Yeah. Will you come back? Can we dig deeper into the substance use and um, what you're seeing and how we can help folks? Because we're almost out of time for this episode, and I'd love to talk to you again. Um, I'm glad you brought up that movie. I've been sitting here thinking, I know I saw something. And Mm -hmm. the images that stick with me are so reminiscent Mm -hmm. of what you see here in Caroline County. And we've got to work towards removing the shame Mm -hmm. of talking about it. And so if you and I can sit down again and talk and dig into substance use, and how that impacts the workplace. I think that would be fabulous. I want to end with you providing um, our listeners and our viewers with contact information. Okay.
1: Um, well, I, my office currently is at the um, health department in Denton. Um, the phone number there is 410-479-8000. So that's 410-479-8000. And then my email, if anybody wants to reach out, is Jessica M, as in Mary, dot tool t u e l at maryland.gov okay
0: say that again okay
1: all right um it's jessica m as in mary t u e
0: l at maryland.gov great jessica thank you so much for coming out and talking with us and uh, we'll be talking again okay thank you so much thank you for listening be sure to like and subscribe to featured insights and look for us on your favorite podcast platform